Alan, you can keep this in. I don't give a shit. Welcome to We Have Fun. Okay, so for the third time tonight, <laughs> where were we? We can't keep this computer running, so just bear with us, babies. This is a hell of a season finale. Yeah. yeah oh, we should probably. It's a season finale. You know what? You're the host. You explain it. All right, so it's a season finale. Yeah, yeah, but like why? Because we want to do more things. For you, for your enjoyment, for, the, for your for, pleasure. For the brand. I won't say for, for the, the pod, but for the brand. Yeah. So it's exciting. Don't be sad. I see, I hear you crying. Don't cry. It's going to be okay. Those are my tears. Oh, well, you're fucked. But hey, babies, don't cry. It's going to be okay. Don't cry. We have a lot of episodes that you can go back and don't listen to. raise your eyes. Statistically speaking... It's only a team. Um, statistically speaking, not all of you have listened to every episode. So, the, the, you know, it's only for the rest of the summer. So, you know what? There are a lot of little Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Hidden throughout the episodes that the only way you can really get them is if you listen closely to every episode yeah, we've ever put Multiple out. times. Um, and that'll be like you're one of us. Yeah, it really will be. You'll be up, you'll be up on the, the, the We Have Fun lore. Yeah, all the name changes, the personnel changes, and it is a pretty dense lore. It is. It's a lot. J J R R Tolkien could never. For those who are with us during the uh, recording under a blanket phase, oh wow! That thanks was, for sticking around. That was longer ago than you think it was, boy. Oh, I know exactly how long ago it was. It was like four years ago. Yeah, is that pre-COVID? It was pre-COVID. That's pre-COVID. Sure, yeah, wild. Because we didn't really see each other a lot that first year of COVID. Yeah. Because you were scared of me. No, because you refused to have me over. Well, that is also true. But it was more because of my mom. Our mom. Our mom, yeah. Say, so how dare you? <laughs> that July 3rd episode, though. That was good fun. Or it was July 5th. It was July 5th episode. But even then, we had to record outside. We did record outside. Which went okay. It did. I Honestly, how did we do that? Because it was on your laptop. Yeah. We must have had an aux cord or a power cable or something, because that bitch has no battery life. Yeah. Even if even if it did have a battery life, we hook all that all the equipment up to it. It's, it it has maybe six seconds. I remember something very funny happening during that episode. I do too. But I can't remember what it is. I mean, outside and that's of the, why we need you. Yeah. To go back and listen to get all these little uh, accoutrements. Yeah, we we, we can't be ours. We can't do it. Oh boy! I feel like you people would judge us if we listen to ourselves. Yeah, I listen to it once to write the caption, and I skim it at that. Yeah, yeah. 
and that's pretty much it. So, um, what we're gonna do now? How was your July Fourth? What did you do? Just a little cookout guy. Uh, so friends had a cookout the third. Mm. Um, but like all my siblings were in town. Yeah, yeah. And they so we did that the fourth. It was pretty informal. Um, Shout out brother Steve. Shout out brother Ryan. They were both there. Shout out sister Allie. She was also there. Shout out Riri McGee. She was there. Shout out Panda. He was there. Shout out Douglas. He was there. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good, good old fashioned family fun. Suspiciously not Kevin. Well, you did get full named. I don't know how to take that. So, uh, my whole family is sitting on our front porch. Um, it's a spacious porch. It is a pretty spacious porch. Um, There's probably room for a six one buck ninety two strapping young lad. Probably. And um, yet. And yet. Uh, and our mom says, mm. I think the discussion had somehow turned to me almost dying at points. And she well, said, you were with Kevin Cross. I was like, it felt weird to hear your whole name come out of her mouth. How? I have never. Because there aren't many Kevins. I mean, there's a lot of Kevins in the world, but not in our life. Uh, and it was in direct reference to uh, Big Brother Steve had brought up the me falling 30 feet off the cliff face. Oh, you were fine. And you were so concerned. You were as concerned then as you are now. Yeah. Maybe even less so then. <laughs> well, you were so far back. That whenever I heard the rustling and I saw you gone, I was like, well, we lost Doug. I think that was my exact reaction. Yeah. I was like, well, we lost him. Now we got to go down. Yeah. And, um, you know, our, our good buddy, good buddy Avery, I felt like he was the maternal figure of our, of our trio. But I also felt like he would be the first to chop me up if... You know, we had to turn to cannibalism. 100%. Um, but I feel like he cared. So Did, thank you, Avery. Yeah. He's out there somewhere. Probably still in those woods. I imagine. I imagine. Um, but that's good. Um, Not that you fell, but that's good. that He fell. Yeah. Um, boy, did I. That was... The fall wasn't what um, concerned me the most. It was the spring. Hey, it was like I fell when, and like the entire time I was sliding down this hill, um, I feel like there was a certain point where I had like a mouthful of dirt, and it was like high summer. So I was concerned that I had gotten like poison ivy in my mouth at some point. Um, so when I got home, I basically just like flushed my mouth with all the mouthwash I could find, like scrubbed vigorously. Yeah. Um, That's and then funny. we went to steak and shake. I was going to say, then we, then we all showered, rallied and went back to, we went, we went back out to steak and shake. And that was a much more, uh, enjoyable part of the evening. 
if I'm going to put anything in my mouth tonight, I would rather it be, you know, the spicy Texas burger with the shoestring fries. That you wait three hours for after order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then milkshake, you have to wait five. Yeah. You can you order the milkshake before the meal, but you don't get it until you're about to walk out yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe yeah. there was one time where we actually asked for the bill, and we didn't realize that we had ordered milkshakes because it had been so long. Yeah. Ago. And like the waiter was like, "What well, do you guys? You still want your milkshakes? Are you just waiting well, until we remember?" Yeah. We we'd always go at like midnight or one a.m. and there'd be nobody there. And, like, two waiters, like, legitimately, like, maybe one other table taken. Were they in a 24-hour service? They used to. Yeah. I thought well, they're gone now, but, yeah. Well, that's why I said the word that. Yeah, yeah, they were 24 hours. Um, I've been there weird, weird times, because it was, like, my North Star. Like, I could always just count on it being open. Yeah. And like, the food would absolutely kill you, but, like, it was something. It filled you up. It was, like, relatively nice inside. It's clean, I think. I'm not really sure, but um, yeah, there there'd be nights where there's nothing happening, and then there'd just be like the waiter just fucking off and be like, "Hey, man, you got to make three milkshakes." Yeah, I, I, chop chop, you know, like and like, you know, I used to work at an ice cream place. Milkshakes like they don't take that long. They don't take that long, but they did a steak and shake. They sure did. And this was before someone drove through the front door. Yeah. They had to coax the milk out of the cow before they could freeze it, turn yeah. it into the, the shake part of the milk, which is... It's really no surprise that they went out of business. No. On mass, a little bit. That location, absolutely not. Yeah. Oh, boy, it is a sleepy the, baby. The last time I was in there, I had, um... I was coming back from school. I was in college at this point, And uh, I had to get picked up from the bus stop out by there. Ah. By my dad. Yeah. And my phone. Our dad. Our dad. Uh, our panda. Our panda. Um, and my panda. phone had passed away on the bus. As it does. So I had no way to communicate to him. That I was like, hey, I'm going to be there pretty soon. Yeah. So I walked up to Steak and Shake. And I was like, hey, do you guys have a phone I could use real quick? Uh, I just need to like call my ride to make sure that, like he knows where to go. And... The look they gave me, you would have thought I asked for the deed to the land. That's hysterical. They're like, we don't have a phone. What do you mean you don't have a phone? You're a business. How do you place orders? How do you communicate with other steak and shakes? Don't. How do you communicate with like your owner? They don't. And like the one guy had to be like, you can, I guess you can use my phone. Gee, thanks. And then it's a landline. <laughs> it's a rotary phone. It's the Fry Cook phone. It's for Fry Cooks only, but I guess you can use it. Oh, oh, it's like you, a phonogram. Like you, you have to like hold the horn to your head. That's funny. You have to just feed it half dollars every five yeah. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that, or like wooden nickels. No, that place, it really was a fever dream. I miss it every day. Now we've got a fucking bank. Yeah. It's not even a popular bank. It's no. a Huntington Bank. Boo. Boo. You know what? No, Alan, if you have the time, can you can you even bleep that out? Because no free advertising on this pod. Oh, yeah. Unless we like you. Even in a negative way. Um, I will say that, like, there used to be some 
I don't want to say bangers. But there used to be some like good late night spots in that part of town. Yeah. When we were coming of age in those yeah. years. Yeah, we really we really And now there's like not a lot. Yeah. I I often think like and I and I know that I've I've gone over this before, but I think it's a part of my neuroses that like um I'm sorry, am I boring you? You are. All right. Um, just checking your watch phone. Phone watch. My wone. My wone. My f- your fatch. I don't like that word. <laughs> patch. I like that word. Down the patch. Your pee hatch. Your poo. <laughs> Why is there a hatch? <laughs> um, no, I often think that like I'm constantly like a couple of years behind the trend, like socially. Um, as in terms of like activities you could be doing. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I do think that like in that time, I think we got it right. Yeah. I think we got that right. And, and, and we were lucky to do so. Like you said, we had, we had some good places, safe places. Uh, Cause I don't even think we were 21 then. I don't even think, no, no, we were like 1920. I mean, the, the amount of time we spent at like Eaton Park Man, fuck that Eden Park. In like the wee hours of the night slash morn. Yeah. Tell me that we were not yet 21. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. once we turned 21, we were off at other parts of the yeah. town. Yeah, except there was that one night that we we opted for Eden Park. Oh, yeah. And we stood there, and they watched us stand there to be seated for... It must have been... This is not a lie. This is not a fabricated number. It must have been a half an hour. Yeah. It was a real... 25 30 minute wait and there was nobody it was 11 30 at night we were standing directly in front of the hostess stand. yeah and the hostess at this point was what can only be described as an 89 year old woman <laughs> who was <laughs> i love you said that with such indictment who was like stooped over and staring down at like Whatever was on the little podium, maybe like kids' menus, I don't know. But like, never once did she look up. We made noises. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah. Sweetie. We were like, we, we, we called to her from two feet in front of her. Oh, bitch. Like, oh, like, can we, can we be seated? And just like, Never once in my life have I felt so similar to Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. Seriously. Than trying to get seated at Eden Park. Seriously. And that might be the last time I was there. It wasn't for me, unfortunately, but um, it's the last time I can remember going and, and actually looking forward to it. Yeah. I think that was the end of my innocence for Eden Park. Because we had escaped an interesting evening prior to that. Yeah. Yeah, um, and we went to Bocktown afterwards. R.I.P. All, all roads led to Bocktown. And that was one of those, I th- if I remember correctly, that was one of those nights where it was like, there's nobody there. Oh my God, dude. Was that the night the Cubs won the World Series? It sounds familiar. Because that was one of those weird nights at like that you sometimes have at bars when like you know the staff well enough that they will like close with you in it. Yeah. And then they'll just like pour interesting beers that they like and you just like shoot the shit with them. Cause I remember that being like a longer evening. Like not as long for as they sure. get these days, but for our age <laughs> they were a little in our like what we did with our lives then. Well we were there 
at the bare minimum once a week. There were yeah. plenty of times where we would be there twice. Twice. I remember there were a couple of times where we would go there like back to back days. Because it's like, what else were we going to do? Yeah. Um, no, and that's that I, I think is the crux of why we spent so much time at Steak and Shake. Because it was like the food was just better. And it was definitely 24 hours. And it was like a decent location if we wanted to get somewhere afterwards. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're close to a lot of major roads that can get you where yeah. you're trying to go, but you're also close to home. Exactly. If you want to just call it a night, good. It's a good place to start. It's a good place to end. Yeah. And now it's a bank. Did we go there the uh, <laughs> the night where we went to laser tag at midnight? We must have. And it was like blizzard conditions outside. We like must the have. Roads I, were I, so icy. I can't. We had like six people. Yeah, that was in a sedan. That was not great. I was sitting on your. You were on my lap. Yeah, yeah. The beginning of many lap rides. I know. I mean, really, think of the other people in that car. Is there anyone else you would have trusted to sit on your lap? No, absolutely not. (laughs) No, absolutely not. At the risk of name dropping. Except maybe Alan. Yeah, because Alan Alan was in that car. Alan was in there. There was there were too many people in that Nissan Altima. It's true. No, it was a Nissan Maxima. Either way. Either way. These are both fake words. Yeah. Um, no, but that's that's good that you had a nice little July 4th. It is. You want to hear about my July 4th? I would. I feel that you told me a little tease of it yeah. yesterday, but yeah. I would like to hear more details. So my July 4th was actually really nice. It was really, really, really nice. It was um, it was a pool day. It was a hot grill summer day. Um Played some lawn games with some strangers at my buddy's apartment complex. And we had a good time. Made some, well, I wouldn't say we made friends. We didn't, like, exchange numbers. But, like, you know, I, I talked for a while with people that I will probably never meet again. And I really enjoy that facet of, of humanity and society that everybody just gets tuned up. Everybody's having a good time. You're just vibing with strangers. I love to vibe with strangers. That's my favorite pastime. Yeah. So we're having a good time. And it's getting to, like... It's like seven thirty. I think fireworks started at like eight thirty. Probably more nine. Nine. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe it's like eight now. We're like, all right. Well, let's let's all get dressed and let's let's start walking down uh, to the point. And um, if you're looking, if you're not an American baby, you walk from the strip district to the point. Yeah. Oh wow. These boots are made for walking. And when I say boots, I mean these sambas. Yeah. Um. They look like they have a lot of support. Um. You'd be surprised. They're actually not that great for for long distance walking. You'd be surprised. I was in crippling foot. Yeah, pain. they're they're very comfortable, uh, and my my feet are firmly. Um, the sole is shaped to my foot. Okay. If somebody stole these shoes, they'd be absolutely useless to them because they'd be walking literally in my footprint. Mm. Um. But they're not great for long distance walking, especially on cement. Okay. Any whomst. That's just my take. I mean, they're gorgeous shoes. I've this is my eighth pair of sambas um, in the last like sixteen years. But I oh, wow. uh, wouldn't really recommend them if you want to run a marathon or okay. walk one for that matter. But so we we're all we're heading down to the point. So again, if you're not an American baby, if you look at Pittsburgh on the map, you don't have to get super even close if you're looking at like Google Maps. Um, the point is, um, well, it's it's my favorite word. 
uh, maybe it's like top 10 favorite words in the English language. Um, the confluence mm. of, of Pittsburgh where the three rivers meet is yes. known as the point with an E at the end. P-O-I-N-T-E. It's okay. also like the most iconic picture. Yeah. Every, if you've ever seen the Pittsburgh skyline, like it's, there's a 50-50 shot. You're going to see it from the point. Yeah. Um, with the fountain going and everything. Anywho, so we're walking down there and we notice like pretty large police presence. And we're like, well, I get, I get it, I get it, yeah. I get it. In this day and age, Lar- this day and age, large public gathering, I get it, I get it. But we also noticed that there is a private security detail, which we thought was a little bit um, unnecessary. Yeah. And we also noticed that they had cordoned off the sidewalk um, with an with like an aluminum gate. Okay. Um. Now, mind you, when I say security detail, I don't I don't mean to give the image that these people look like in any way, shape, or form professionals. Mm. They're wearing um, high-vis green shirts that say security. Of the four of them, none of them had a shirt that fit. Oh, nice. So it really looked like a... It almost looked fake. Like, to the point where I was like, mm, I'm going to keep an eye on these people. This mm-hmm. is some Bane shit that's about to happen, I think. Bane. Um, but the cops, you know, they gave us a little bit of a hard time because we were trying to, like, sit and mind our business. And they were like, well, you can't mind your business there. You have to mind your business somewhere else. It's America's else. birthday. You can't mind your yeah. business. Um, but anyway, the fireworks start. And then, like, the cops just leave. And I was like, I feel like this is the time that you need to be here. But, yeah, there was, like, eight cops and all of them, all of them left. And I keep bringing this up because it's important. Um so fast forward like 10 minutes, everybody's, you know, having a good time. Kids are taking selfies. Babies are running around in the grass and everything. And um, and then one of the security people jumps up. And this was a probably 22, 23-year-old girl um, who almost definitely could not see what was going on from the vantage that I could. And I saw nothing. But she clearly saw something to the point where she decided to scream, scream into a large, like, thousand-plus group of people. Somebody's shooting. They're shooting. Everybody run. Which is, you know, the perfect thing to do in a shooting situation to cause a panic. Right, and I was going to say, like, on one hand, like, I guess I wouldn't expect her to say nothing if she truly, in her heart of hearts, believed that there was an active shooter. But on the other hand, I feel like that's something you want to be definitely sure about yeah. before you scream it and cause a panic. Yeah. I feel like also, you know, maybe protocols changed in recent years, yeah. but, like, you still want to try to maintain some semblance of order. You're right. Um... Um, not everybody. You flee for your lives. Yeah. Um, so not to bury the lead here, there was no active shooter. It was uh, kids throwing firecrackers at strangers. Um, so those kids should definitely have gotten their asses beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were no firearms discharged. Yeah. Uh, on that grassy knoll that evening. Could have been. Could have been. Um, if, you know, some jumpy people had listened to that mm-hmm. woman. Well, so that's the thing. I um, I actually had gone down there in in my group of people. One of my buddies actually has he was concealed carrying, mm-hmm. um, 
but he thankfully is not a nut job. Yeah. And and he was like, well, he like took cover, and but he kind of stayed. Like when everybody else was like stampeding away, which is really it. Like think Lion King shit. Like it yeah. was wild. Um, he he kind of hung behind like a barrier to see, and he was like not in any kind of Rambo mode. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like he felt like it was his responsibility somewhat to defend the defenseless in that situation yeah. so he to be the good guy with yeah. a gun that is yeah. seemingly a myth so yeah right so he wasn't like running into the action or anything like that but he took cover and kind of waited it out to see right. what was going on I, mean, I, I doubt anybody else even had a gun down there so yeah. um that sucked because <laughs> yeah. what i was telling my therapist about i was like because even though like we can laugh at it and like i can you know talk about how stupid that situation was like for 45 seconds to like a minute and a half that trauma was very real yeah um which is just it's like another thing to add to like ruin my day now where it's like god i really thought i was gonna die there for a minute it's not even that like you know in that moment you don't know whether or not there's a shooter it's the fact that you're in a mass public panic yeah and that you have unfortunately experienced what that's like yeah um it's not fun man no it's really not fun and what's really strange is and i don't know why i thought i was like i never actually it's not that i thought i was better than this it's just i never really counted on it happening in the first place but really like when that happens like i said i was down there with a good group of friends and i mean like good in number like there was like seven or eight of us yeah um once she said that Every, it was like really every man for themselves. Like yeah. it, it took like a pretty, it took a little bit of time for every, when everything kind of calmed down. And I think the crowd at large started to calm down a little bit and realize that this was all just like a, for lack of a far better term, a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, that's when everybody started like kind of turn around and like look for their like loved ones and their friends and everything like that. And, but I was like, I don't know because I, I it wasn't even my fr- I'm not saying like we left each other behind and that's shameful I wouldn't even think about it to be honest yeah. it wasn't even like my first thought but that is like the other thing is that like you know you go through that situation and then in the end you are alone yeah like you don't know where I have no the people I, that you care yeah. about or you don't know if anything has happened to yeah. them be it from a suspected shooter or in like the hysteria that follows yeah yeah it really is like it's a real like fog thing and I fully fully appreciate now like people that can stay calm in those situations like that is fucking wild like it is just such a haze because it's like one minute you're here and then the next is like okay how do i leave here as safely and quickly as possible but it's not in terms of like you're treating the situation with kids like i don't know if you if it's still there a little bit there's a black and blue mark right here yeah is it still there i can't really tell this light it's like yeah. right here ish. Um, I got up. Got some pale legs. Yeah. No. They're tanner than they used to be. Yeah, it's like right here. Anyway, I uh, I fucking crushed my shin Ooh. off the sidewalk getting up. It was a raised like sidewalk. Right. You know what I mean, but you know where I'm talking about. Where yeah. It's like that sandstone. Oh yeah, it's and, a big step. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was sitting on that turned around to like get up and like leap over it fucking nailed my shin like right under my knee dude like full on patella gang at that point let there be a shooter yeah put you down (laughs) just put me down coward (laughs) um 
but yeah, that that sucked for real. Um, yeah. But that was my July Fourth. So that was unrelated to the hysteria caused by the fireworks going off, like too low to the ground or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Because that also sent people yeah. running. Yeah. I, I wonder. I guess that may have been people closer to the probably like the barge. Water. Yeah. yeah. The um the one thing that we we did kind of find a little bit funny because this just tells you how broken we are as a generation um but there are people in boats because it's you know by the river yeah um and there are people still docked at the point yeah but they were just like huddled down in their boat (laughs) and i was like just leave (laughs) what are you doing yeah i mean like i've having a few years ago some friends and i were down on the clemani bridge Mm. for the fourth to see the fireworks yeah and just seeing like the the armada of boats down there. Oh. Like waters be choppy. I can only imagine how much more chaotic it would have been had those people like decided to weigh anchor and be like, We're getting out of here. Um, you know, all these boats going every which way, people are gonna be crashing into each other. But yeah. Fourth of July is a weird time. That night was also the first time I ever went to Tequila Cowboy. Oh yeah? yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been since last year. Yeah, probably since boys' night. I was there on a Sunday evening in April. Oh yeah, that's right. And it was, right. there was maybe a dozen people there, and I really preferred it that way. Yeah. Um, um the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, I also how much? What's her time? It's so hard to know. It is. I did start a thing. After three restarts. Um, I never stopped it, so I would say probably... We're at 47. I would say we probably still have like 15 because of all the... Sure, 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 sure. Um, it took a while to get it up and running. So I w- I'll just quickly move to our next topic of um, me... Not not marathoning in the way that I watched them all in the same sitting, mm-hmm. but over the course of a week, I watched all three Lord of the Rings movies and all three Hobbit movies. Mm. And I can tell you confidently with my full chest yeah. that the Lord of the Rings is the definitive high fantasy story. Yeah. The just the Lord of the Rings. Well, the Lord of the Rings. Or are you encompassing the whole plus lore. plus the but yeah the lore of it all yeah the lore of it all. I mean the movies themselves. You know because it's the thing about it's it's definitely the most like built from the ground up. Yeah, every like you know brick. I re- and I really appreciate like I love it in Medias Res as much as the next guy. So I love you know starting the story in the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. As much as the next guy, like really, really, you know, dropping down to a world that that existed before this particular story started. I I, I dig that a lot. Okay, but the way like the Lord of the Rings, I think I might have said to you, I appreciate. I'm bummed that when I when I watched those movies the first time. Yeah. Back in the early, early, early aughts. Yeah. That I appreciate. I'm bummed that I didn't really know what was going on. I did, I will admit, when I was like 12, I thought they were boring as fuck. Yeah. Because it's a four and a half hour movie of just people walking. Yeah. But now, I can appreciate that they were made in a time when the movie was about the movie 
and not about the CGI budget. Yes. Because I was thinking, even like as as tough as some of the CGI was, and most of the sh- most of the film was practical. Yeah. But there were some CGI. Um, I think the Hobbit movies rely more heavily oh, on CGI. Much more heavily. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it would it would be a, such a spectacle if they if they did it now, like an unnecessary spectacle. Yeah. Um. So I I appreciate. I appreciate that, but it's just the way that, you know, if you want to take, and, and, and when I say high fantasy, I understand that that means like Dungeons and Dragons shit, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I want to go a step further, and I do want to, I want to bring in Star Wars and Star Trek, and I, yeah. I want to say Lord of the Rings is better. I mean, I think it's more thoughtfully planned out than yeah. probably anything else. Um, well, uh but not not to take anything away from those other two franchises, but um, I think you're right. Like, there's more thoughtfulness um, with the Lord of the Rings, and it's yeah. all like a really cohesive timeline, and it's all canonical. It's all canonical. Yeah. Whereas like Star Wars is like depending on who owns Disney. Yeah. At the time that you're reading, it's like maybe this is in, maybe this isn't in. Um, and then Star Wars was also just like inherently you know we're combining this samurai movie with this western and throwing it into space yeah 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 um but like just the aspect of lord of the rings that i really like is that it's like seven strangers nine nine um well i guess like five of them know each other yeah they know of each other and like Gandalf knows everyone a little bit. A little, least. yeah. Um, but like the hobbits all know each other. The hobbits know Gandalf. Yeah. Gandalf knows Strider. And Legolas. And Legolas. Strider knows Legolas. Yeah. No so really, Gimli's really, the odd one out. They know Gimli's dad. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. But I, even that's cool. Yeah. Like that's cool. I think that like. It's these people, and they 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 don't all hate each other, but they're very weary. Well, Gimli and Legolas, the the orfs, the orfs, the elves, and the dwarf, like they yeah. hate each other. Um, but like, and you you kind of know why, but you don't really know why. But then like you read the Hobbit, and you're like, that's why. Yeah. Oh, that's great. There's I love that. Deep seated mistrust here. Um, and like Legolas's dad is a cunt. Can I can I say that on air? I think you can. He's a cunt. Hey. He sucks so fucking bad. Yeah. And he has like one moment tutorial where he doesn't suck. All the way at the end. All the way at the end. And it's like, bro, get it together. Do you suck or do you not suck? Because you're trending real hard towards suck. Yeah. And like even in the lore, it's like there's no mention of him like ever doing anything else. Mm -hmm. And like elves are eternal. Yeah. And he's just like hanging out in his forest. While, like, the rest of the world is literally burning around. Seriously. Oh, your wife died. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, that doesn't mean... That doesn't give you carte blanche to, you know, be a real prick the rest of your life. I guess you could say it's really an allegory for whenever the USA was isolationist. Yeah, but we came back out with a bang, baby. Haven't gone back in since. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, no, like... It was so original, like, there was nothing to compare it to. Like, you couldn't just be like, oh, well, it's actually, like, just this story, but with this difference. Yeah. 
It was its own thing. It really is its own thing. Um, um, and like, they hold up. They really do. Um, Honestly, like there were. What I like about it is that it's not like, even though it's high fantasy, you don't have to suspend your disbelief yeah. as far as like character actions, because it all makes sense. Yeah. Because like even like the part, uh, how many listeners do you think we're dropping per second that we talk about this? Mm, a lot of people like Lord of the Rings. I really enjoyed the Treebeard parts. Oh, he's so good. Because you got to remember in the context of that situation, this dude's been asleep for like millennia. Yeah. And so when he wakes up, his first thing is like, I'm going to go talk to my boy Saruman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to get this figured out. I don't really believe that these people say that they're hobbits. I think that they're orcs. Yeah. But um, Saruman will be able to clear this up. He says there's a war coming. I'm sure it's fine. And then he gets to Isengard. And he sees what Saruman has done to the forest of Isengard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this motherfucker. Oh, oh it's on site. It is on site. And I'm like, yeah, that's what they would do. It's- he would trust that his boy that he knew before he went to sleep was going to help him figure it out. And then that backstabbing he he has Treachery. a line that's like the way it's delivered is so cold, and it's like when they're marching on Isengard, uh-huh. and he's like, "My business is with," I think he says with Saruman tonight with a rock and stone. It's like, oh, oh yeah, oh, people are gonna get messed up. <laughs> it's uh, just such an incredible scene because that's the one thing that I think when you're like a when you're like an adolescent boy you remember the like the battles yeah and you remember the conflicts but you have a hard time drawing the lines between what matters and what doesn't matter yeah so like watching that happen watching Helm's Deep watching Minas Tirith and understanding the importance of each battle yeah um and like the characters that die their deaths hit so hard they do um uh, like, you know, spoiler alert for people that if it's Sean Bean, watched... if it's Sean Bean, you know he's gonna die. Well, I was even thinking like Theoden. Oh yeah, because he gets messed up. He does. I did not realize. I can't. I have such a hard time with E O. Is it? There's Aowen. Aowen. Yeah. And Aomer. Aowen. Yeah. She doesn't die. No. She gets fucked up, though. She... So, you watch the extended edition, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, there's the whole thing with the Witch King that, like... Right. So you she, know... Spoiler you, alert. Yeah. 23 years ago. Um, stabs him in the face. For a book that's, like, 100 years yeah. ago. Stabs him in the face and, like, I guess breaks her arm? Because- so, it's... There's, like, this whole thing and it's, like... Basically, to lay your hands on the Witch King is to, like, poison your body. Oh, um, and so, like, stabbing him like that just basically corrupts her arm and, like, basically kills it. But the only thing that can heal it are the healing hands of the king. Ah. Being Aragorn. Nice. I... And it's the same thing that happens with Mary as well. Oh, okay, okay. The only thing that I... have always felt like... This is a little. This is a little bit much for me. Mm-hmm. Are uh, I cannot remember the name of the clan, but the the ghosty mountain men. Oh yeah, that was that much was always like 
All right. Okay. It's something that like is explained a lot more thoroughly in the book. Yeah. Um, but just that like they weren't from Gondor. Yeah. But they were loyal to the king. Yes. And then when he called on them and they were afraid and didn't answer, they yeah. fled like to the mountains and just died. Then like I think he put the curse like, yeah, the king yeah. put the, the curse king on at the them. Time, yeah. No, like yeah, my my beef is just with them like basically being an invincible hit squad army. Yeah. That can traverse on water and it is it was like cool There's to see. No better entrance though than when they jump off of the ship. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, that was that was always. I need good. to rewatch these kids. It's so good, dude. It's just making me smile. It's so good, and then and then the so I have seen those movies before, so rewatching them, it was like okay, this is happening now. This is cool to t- finally understand. Hobbits I had never seen before. Mm. I've read the book, of course. I was in American high school, but I didn't see the movies. Yeah, and there's a lot that happens in those movies that I do not remember happening in the books because they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um. A lot of stuff that happens in the movies was pulled from the appendices of the Lord of the Rings uh, to kind of connect the movies more. Gotcha. Because, um, like, whenever Gandalf leaves in the book, he just, you don't follow him. Yeah. He just is gone. He's just gone, yeah. You're like, when's he going to show up again? Is he going to show up mm-hmm. again? Um, and then, like, even then, in the book, the Battle of the Five, five Armies, like, Bilbo gets hit on the head at the very beginning of the battle and is unconscious. Yeah. Misses the whole thing and is told about it afterwards. So it wouldn't have made for as good of a movie if they did it that way. Yeah. That's and like my and like my my thing with the hobbits now is like why were some of them so hot? Yeah. Why were Killy and Philly and Thorin yeah. so hot? Oh yeah. Like distractingly attractive. Oh yeah. I'm distractingly. sorry. And let's not forget Balin. Balin. <laughs> that was the thing is that like they made Balin like like the kindest, sweetest old man dwarf. Mm-hmm. And then the realization that like oh, between the time we see him at the end of the third Hobbit movie. Yeah. And the start of the Lord of the Rings, he dies. Yeah. And we don't get to see it, but we understand that it is a horrible death. Yeah. That 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 scene hit different. Cuz I did read ahead and I did know when they're in the mines of Moria mm-hmm. that there are a couple of corpses they don't really draw attention to, but notably the the one that they take the book from, yeah, is Balin. And it's just cleaved in twain. Yeah. Cloven, if you will. Yeah. And it's just, oh, man. But I will say, so, the last time we spoke about the Hobbit movies, you had finished the second one. Yes. Um, I had not watched the third. Yeah. Did you eventually come around to Marty Freeman's Bilbo? Yes. So that was that was my thing. Um, I, told, I told Doug at the beginning that, I don't know if I had read it somewhere... Uh, but I, I maybe it was because of his. It was like him and um, because he was uh on Sherlock. Yeah, and I remember reading something, and maybe maybe I maybe I'm misremembering reading something that said like, believe it or not, Benedict Cumberbatch is actually the the very nice one on set, and Marty Freeman 
is the dick. Mm. And I was like, I could see that though. I could definitely see that. And so my whole life I've just carried with me like, I think he's a great actor. I think he really does his bit well. Yeah. But when he has to play nice people that you root for, I have like something of a hurdle to to, to climb in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So whenever he's like this unlikely guy, I was like, I just don't know. Especially whenever you've got these like affable, like oafish Mm -hmm. dwarves that again, distractingly hot. Yeah, some of them anyway. Um, it's a, but to answer your question, um, I think so. Yeah, the the scene at the end of the third one, whenever he's trying to slip away without saying goodbye, mm-hmm. and he like says to, I think it's maybe it's to Ballin. I think it is to Ballin. Yeah, and he says like tell the others to say goodbye, mm-hmm. and he's like tell them yourself, and they're all. And he there. turns and they're all just standing. Well, tears. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, tears every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I think the moment that he because he kind of plays Bilbo with like a chip on his shoulder. He does. He really um, does. But I think the moment it changes is with Gollum mm-hmm. when he's got the drop on him and he's invisible and he's yes. about to swing the sword. And then, like, you see the tear come down Gollum's eye, and then he, like, you see the pity in his face. Yeah, you, you were, you, he remembers the words that, that, uh, Gandalf says that, like, um, true, uh, strength or true courage doesn't come with knowing when to take a life or when to spare one. Yeah. And that's, that's how this, the first movie effectively ends. The lines that Gandalf has. Oh. In the entire series. Bars on bars on bars. Like, even out of the context of this, like, huge fight of good and evil, just, like, infinite wisdom to be found in them. Like, in Return of the King, when he and Pippin are kind of, like, just sitting there waiting for, like, the huge troll to crush through that last gate. Yeah. And Pippin's like, I'm not ready to die. Mm -hmm. Like... I don't want it to end. And he's like, the end? Like, this isn't the end. Yeah. And, like, he just paints this beautiful image for him so that way he's not afraid to die anymore. Yeah. Dude. I mean, Knowing full well that he's probably about to die. Tolkien, man. Yeah. What a guy. And I love that Christopher Lee knew him personally. Yeah. So he he could have, like, he was on set as Saruman and he could have just, he was, like, with Peter Jackson. He was like, I just, I don't think this is what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that made it into the movies that was like definitively not how it is, how it was meant to be, mm. was the Balrog has wings in the movies. Oh, yeah. And it is not supposed to. It's actually like very important to the lore that it doesn't. Yeah. Because they were like, I think they were like trapped in a pit, basically like a Tartarus type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like them having wings means they could have escaped at any time. You've truly. Unless it's like a penguin situation, but even still, yeah. Um, that that is what I, I want. I want like a first age show. I mean, we have the the Amazon one that's second age. Second age, yeah. I, I just have you watched it at all? I haven't. I don't have. An, that's the only one that I don't. I don't have an Amazon account, and I I don't refuse. I feel like. That's that's way too much emotion for something I don't really care about. But it, I I really I do fight the urge for Amazon for Amazon 
because the show is uh, people that don't like it I mean as you can probably assume in this day and age their biggest thing is that it's woke sure Ooh, black elves it, it, literally yeah. but like if you just go in and watch it it's like really entertaining yeah Be- absolutely beautiful for I'm a TV show sh- oh I'm so sure I mean, it's a billion dollars. I was gonna TV say, is, it wasn't one of those like billion dollars per episode or whatever. Yeah. But it is like you're watching. You're like, my god. Yeah. Um, it really is just like it. It is a lore that you just want to like be in all the time. Yeah. And it's it's like it's nice that the movies are so long, but it's like on the whole, there's only six of them. Yeah. That's true. So. It's not like James Bond where there's 25, Fucking a million 26? of them, yeah. Maybe 26. And there are stories left to tell. Like, there's so many stories. You could just pick one thing. But but my big thing is, like, uh, Morgoth and Un- Ungoliant. Yeah. And, like, all those, like, we don't even know where the fuck they came from. They just came from outer space and they landed in the Middle Earth. And there's these huge evil entities and... Literally. Yeah, literally. I tried to watch, like, basically an explainer on YouTube of, like, someone who... Because there's, like, people that have studied the Silmarillion. Yeah. And, like, know, like, that lore. Yeah. That is so dense. Um, And I think, like, the gist of it, like, is that there is a god Mm -hmm. who created, like, basically just shy of all powerful beings. Yeah. And that... That is like one of those beings was Morgoth, and I don't even I don't even know, and it's just like even the beginning of the timeline in that universe is not the actually the actual beginning of time. Sure, seeming. yeah. What I found out recently was that Tolkien had notes for. <laughs> A sequel series Ugh. that would have taken place a hundred years after Return mm-hmm. of the King, which is not that much time, in which it was Aragorn's grandson, yeah, who is I forget what it was. It was basically like they have fallen out of power again, uh-huh. uh huh, because in an oddly timely thing, time has progressed so much from all those horrific incidents that like the new people that weren't alive are like oh like how bad was it really like you know kind of like how we still have Nazis today right that don't really understand just how bad Nazis were um and then I think he stopped writing it because he realized like how cynical it sounded oh and he was like no like things were good we're going to end it there, and then not too much later, he died. But, yeah, man. Salmon fishing in the yeah, man. Salmon fishing in the yeah, man. Um, you know what's really funny to me? What's funny to you? Is that the plan was to play Answer the Internet. Yeah. And we talked about Lord of the Rings instead. Is that not us? To a T? Yeah. And people still, a lot of people still subscribe, so we cannot say thank you enough yeah because this is ridiculous we're all just a bunch of misfits in this together this is stupid 
we're stupid, you're smart, but we're all very, very hirsute. That is true. So we can go to bed with each other happily. It's too late for you to drive home now. That's true. That's true. Um, Yeah. I liked that talk. We should talk about Lord of the Rings more. I would love to. Should we start a separate Lord of the Rings pod? I'm not kidding you. I will. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. I will. So, for our book club, should we try to read the Silmarillion? <laughs> I'm into it. We might have to do chapters instead of like, did you read the book? Or else we'd have to come back in six months. No, our discussions are going to be, how did you pronounce this name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I needed that good I needed that good <laughs> laugh. No, but that's exact. I stumbled on the fucking spider like yeah. 20 minutes ago. Ungoliant. Because the entire time... Mother of Shelob. The entire time, I had never thought... I had never remembered hearing it. Mm-hmm. So I was only... I had only ever read it. And I was like, oh, ungoliant. Mm-hmm. It's ungoliant, which is like an adjective, but whatever. It's like the first of its kind. We don't really know what's going on. And then, you know, you find... Uh, um, I think Gandalf talks about it... Um, He's talking to Radagast. Oh yeah. And he was like, There's there's like there's spiders. And he was like, What do you mean there's giant spiders? And he was like, Some horrible offspring of Ungoliant. And I was like, Oh, that's how you say it. Oh, yeah. Also, real quick, how did you feel about the uh surprise spider all up in your grill? Oh, well, I sent you a snap. I know. Because I saw it coming and I was like, because I remember that I remembered that scene because it traumatized me in the books. Hmm. And I was like Honestly, even as I was watching, it's like, aren't these motherfuckers supposed to talk? Yeah. Aren't they supposed to be speaking? And they don't talk until, you know, so again, spoiler, t- came out a decade ago. Um, Bilba puts the ring on, and they're like, fucking eat them. We should eat this one alive. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Stop that. Um, the scene in that movie, right before then, when Bilbo climbs to the top of the trees, mm-hmm. and, like, there's the butterflies oh, and, and the and it's setting. the T-Rex thing from Jurassic Park 2. The, yeah, that was the scene, like, when he first pops his head up, and it's, like, this beautiful thing. I was like, I need a 4K TV <laughs> so I can really appreciate this. Yeah. You know, what made me laugh, though, is that, um, and I guess it's telling. I guess there's, like, I guess there's, like, a cool lore thing here, but mm-hmm. um, the, the dwarves were so bad at fighting the spiders yeah they were so bad at it like it took it was like a three-on-one situation and it took them forever to kill like six spiders yeah and the elves showed up and they were just one-on-oneing them they They killed like a million spiders they seal team six (laughs) i was like well i guess if they're used to this kind of thing but um the funniest one and it's also like the most horrifying oh when they pull the legs off yeah and he's like he's just like he's still alive yeah (laughs) Yeah, um, I, I did notice. I, I, I appreciated that yeah. they didn't they didn't dwell on that scene too long. Yeah. Like the spiders in there, they do their thing and then they move on pretty quickly. Now now did that movie come out in three D? Yes. I was gonna say because there were some moments that I was like, this is a three D moment. Three D and What a scourge on cinema. I know the first one definitely was I think the plan was for the other two to also be, but I don't know if the first one was successful enough. They were sub- they were all shot in a, the high frame rate. Uh-huh. Um, I've never watched them that way. I could, but I've chosen not to. Yeah. 
because like once you Oof. see something that like yeah twists things for you. Gollum looked pretty good, uh, but that god, uh, we talked about the it. The forge, that scene. forge scene looked horrible. It felt like it was tacked on. Horrible, yeah. Um, and like I can't believe that it made it through. Yeah. And like there's a lot of talk these days about bad CGI, and I feel like that should be the textbook. Yeah. Because it's not like CGI was new in 2013. No. In fact, they were the pioneers of a lot of the stuff. Yeah. That it was oof, that was tough. Because yeah, Smog looked good. He did. Smog looked real good. The, but that was... Mm. The, the gold, and then there's a scene where he... It's in the forge, and he like whips up, and like the camera's like up above him, and it's like, this looks like... A PlayStation 2 yeah. cutscene. It's just like, did I just bull a strike? Like, what is happening? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that was definitely something that when they decided to change it from two movies to three movies, they're like, all right, we need another action set piece. Yeah. Um, but sure. we don't have as much time. Yeah. So throw this on there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, you probably hit Snowman, right? Oh, I would say so. Yeah. But then the third one, especially the extended version of the third one, is so gory. It is, right? Like, it's rated R. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, the third, the extended version of the third one is rated R. Because there's, like, the big... I don't even know what they are. They're not orcs, but they're oh, also like the not gray trolls. ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they're just, like, bigger and... They just get mutilated yeah. in many different ways. Yeah, what made me laugh is whenever they um they get through They're more like Dale. ogres than anything. Yeah, they yeah. kinda are ogreish. Um but once um I don't even remember exactly the circumstances because I don't I don't really think at any point do the orcs take Dale. No, they just kind of briefly overwhelm it. They and like then the the men of Dale rally. Yeah. Um, whenever Thorin comes out, right? Uh but for whatever reason, whenever the uh, the orcs like they 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 kind of regain a front and they march on, um, Erebor, Erebor, yeah. Um, they have those five like like gate wrecker orcs. Oh uh, yeah, and they get killed. Immediately. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they don't even take ten steps. They they get killed immediately. Um, yeah, which is like very funny to me, but also like, I I I felt like Dane Dane was another bad yes. CGI. Oh yeah, that was and like to his credit, played by Billy Connolly. Yes, the legend. I believe right before they started filming, he was like diagnosed with some form of cancer. Eesh, He's yeah. like okay now, yeah. But yeah, at the, at the time of filming, it was rough for him. Yeah. Um, I did feel like the Hobbit did a better job of really showing you how, because Lord of the Rings, like, how do I even say this without sounding corny? But, like, in Lord of the Rings, like, people are just people. Like, yeah. And I think that's one of, like, the ni- like the nice things about Lord of the Rings is that, like, legitimately, like, 
nobody like they're all OP, but there's also like orcs and wizards on the other side that are also like the guy. Like they're him. Yeah. Right? So um like anybody's really capable of popping off at any point in time. So it's like you feel safe knowing that like your guys are the ones that are gonna turn the tide of battle, but you also know that there are people on your side mm-hmm. that could do that. Whereas in the Hobbit, I think they did a better job of letting you know that like your guys are are, are you know, collectively like the fourteen, they're well, thirteen. Man. Um, like they're legitimate. Mm-hmm. But also there are some orcs that'll fuck your guys up. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Um, like I don't even remember hearing his name, but it's not Azog. Bolg. Bolg. He Bolg is actually in the book. Yeah. I, he's like the only one that is. He fights like sixteen different people yeah. and beats almost all of them. Yeah. He even beats Legolas yeah, in he, their first fight. He kicks the shit out of Legolas. Yeah. And then he's kicking the shit out of him again in the second fight. Oh yeah. Almost kills Tariel. Does yeah. kill a couple of people, which I will let, you know, that yeah. cat out of the bag, but I won't tell you who he does. Yeah. Um, and it's like, is no one going to put this fucking guy down? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, it's impressive. It's like him uh, him and him and Azog are just like ripping through the like the battlements of the heroes. And it's just like, okay, so what was the point of all these other people you introduced if you only needed those two? Oh, yeah. Azog is such a great character design, though. Yeah. Just, like, a pale orc with blue eyes. And then in the third one, he has, like, the huge sword the, arm. Like, the glaive thing, yeah. yeah. Um, Which I had to laugh at his little, like, fire poker arm. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that was pretty cute. Um, I will say, it's sort of in line with the bad CGI, but in the third one, there's the there's a shot. And it's the scene where Bard shows up at the gate to treat with Thorin. Mm-hmm. And... You know, Thorin, being obstinate, decides to leave. And the shot is, like, right down the tunnel that they're, like, talking through. And Thorin just, like, looks like... (laughs) And then slides off to the side, and it looks so goofy. (laughs) Even in theaters when I saw that, I was like, wow. This is the least intimidating... You know, Mad King. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen. I, I mean, even the context that they're all dwarves. Like, this is happening and they're all dwarves. And it's yeah. just like... You just yeet them. Yeah, you got Luke Evans. Aragorn does yeet a dwarf yeah, later he, on. And toss, like, toss me. Um, no, the, there is one small detail that I'll say and then we can file out. Yeah. Um, the first time... Well, this the first time that Thorin... Can, is confronted by Azog on that uh, cliffside in the first movie. Okay, yeah. Where after they escape the goblin. Yes, after oh. they escape the goblin, and Bilbo has to rescue him. Yeah. Um. He has a. It's not a pauldron. What is the? Like a gauntlet. It's it, well. It's not like a. It's like a. It's like a. It goes from like your elbow, but it's mostly like a forearm covering. Oh. Um, what is that? Not greaves. No, those. That's because greaves are for your shins. Okay. Um, but we're on the right track. Pauldrons are shoulders. Greaves are that. Oh, I know this. Mm. 
But it's it's the the oaken branch. Yes, which they never called attention to. No. Um. And I think that's really cool. Which like using a reinforced branch, like tree branch, as a shield. Yeah. Especially when you're already of bracers. Bracers. It's a bracer. Pretty uh, pretty solid thing to use. Yeah. Well, and I I don't know if maybe we're maybe we both are agreeing with each other here, but it's it's the branch that his dad used. No, that he used. Oh, that he that he used. Okay, yeah. that, that he used the first time, the one yeah. that saved his life the first time he met Azog like on the battlefield. Two hundred years before, yeah. or whenever it was. That's wild. Yeah. And imagine just like. You know, something you just picked up on the field of battle that becomes like your calling card. You're mm-hmm. like, you know what? This was good. Yeah. I'm going to keep this. Yeah. Hence the term. I would have to imagine that he did reinforce it with some sort of metal. Otherwise, that wood would have rotted. Oh, for sure. A long time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, seeing them try to retake Moria with that flashback was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The show is seemingly going to include the fall of Moria. Oh. Because um, there's like teases at it okay. in, this first, in the first season that are like, oh, interesting. I'd like to watch that. I mean, it'd be very sad, but, it, you know, I'd just like to know. So nebby. I like, we can I watch it together. To, I've been I, looking for a reason to rewatch it. Yeah. I'd, not to get down this, but I do Do you remember when we first started watching Game of Thrones together? I do. And you were like, you can watch it, but I swear to fucking God, you don't say a word. Because your former plug <laughs> Yeah. You could no longer turn to that avenue. I yeah. was like, that's fine, <laughs> but get all your talking done before 9 p.m. Yeah, little on, did we know. On that very blue TV. Very blue TV. Going back to rewatch it, I was like, oh, wow. Like the um, the Magnificent Seven uh, episode from yeah. the penultimate season. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I can actually see what's going on now mm-hmm. that the screen is not blue. <laughs> oh, God. That's another one I would like to revisit. We are in rewatch season. We really there is are. Nothing there on is right now. Really nothing. Righteous Gemstones is on, but yeah. that's like the only new show that I'm really watching. I'm plugging away at season two of The Bear right now. Mm-hmm. I finally finished the first season yeah. last week. Um, I liked it a lot. I know. So, um. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, babies, this is gonna be our 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 summer sign off. I know it's bittersweet, and we kind of. Well, we kind of side or side wind, side 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 blindsided, blindsided. We kind of blindsided you with it, um, and for that we are sorry. But uh, we knew the whole time. Yeah, so. and something we've been discussing for quite some time. Yeah, probably since like the spring. Yeah. Um, but we we are going to take a little bit of hiatus from from the pod, but we're not taking it from the brand. So we're not going anywhere. We're just drawing a curtain, and we're going to work in a different avenue. Um, so hopefully, when we come back in the fall. Probably September-ish yeah. um, at the latest. Um, we got we'll have some new and exciting things for you to see, and and you'll I mean you'll probably get some whiffs of it before then anyway. So yeah, um, like I said, go back. Feel you know feel free to listen to the back catalog. It's all free. Um, but yeah, follow follow the Instagram. We're going to be doing a little bit of more work there, um, and just keep in touch with us. You know if you. I can't believe I'm saying this, and I know no one's gonna do it. But if you want to like DM the Instagram, like we'll talk to you. Yeah. You know, we're not that famous yet. Get in there while we're still not that famous yet. 
That's true. Being being early adopter. Yeah. Of the fellas. Isn't that weird? The babies are adopting join, us. Join the inner circle. The babies are adopting us. I like that. Crazy. Um but we love you. Like our own family. Yeah. The Spagna babies. España. They're the Germaner babies, the Deutscher babies. Um, and all the babies in between and the ones that are on the left and the ones that are on the right. All the babies in between. So the French. Yep. The French babies. Just the French. Um, actually, can we shout out? We'll do that. We'll do a shout out. I don't want to make it seem like a farewell episode, but. Um, it's not goodbye. It's see you later. It's see you later. More analytics. Analytics. We got, we got our Spanish babies, we got our Singapore babies, we got our German babies, which is growing in number by the day, but the Spanish babies have pulled out ahead. Ooh. They're back in the lead. Love to see it. We got Canadian babies. Canadian babies. We got well, Indian babies. From fire, so we got sense. British babies. We got Nigerian babies. Ooh. We got a lot of Nigerian babies. What's up with that? Are we on six continents? Um, it would appear so. Do we have Oceania? I uh, what is it? is that? Is that like Australia? Australia, New Zealand. Oh uh, yeah, uh, we have both. Oh, what, do, what do, we, do we think we're doing here? I guess Singapore. I think Singapore also falls under Oce- Oceania. Oh, that's interesting. We're coming for you, Antarctica. Um, but we got. Hungary babies. We got mouths to feed. We got Australia babies, Ghana babies, Netherlands babies. We got the Dutch. The Dutch. We got Jamaican babies, Irish babies. We even got UAE babies. You know what I heard recently? What's that? And I don't know how valid this is. But I've heard that there is enough evidence. So New Zealand is not part of Oceania. Okay. It is the the islands of New Zealand are the mountaintops for a mostly submerged eighth continent. I love that. Um, that apparently scientists have said there is enough evidence to support this claim that yes, there is an eighth continent and New Zealand is basically all that we can reach of it at this time. Yeah, I like that. So I wonder if New Zealand was Atlantis. I don't know. I thought we thought it was Africa. I didn't. I never thought New Zealand was Africa. Yes, no, 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 no. New Zealand is obviously not Africa, but Atlantis was in Africa. No, not Ireland, but Iceland. But Isisland. Atlantis Lost Empire. What a film. What a great film. Anyways. Anyways, we are gonna we're gonna get out did of here. Did you have fun? Oh my god, yeah, I did have a lot of fun. I'm gonna be honest, I was a little touch and go there, but when when our audio was fucking around yeah but, i was getting pretty stressed out and frustrated but i really really liked that lord of the rings discussion yeah it felt like a warm hug you really did didn't it lord of the rings does feel like a warm hug yeah did you have fun i did have fun great not at first no but then we did rally right yeah and, I I had a lot and then we always rally yeah um all right that's your chair thought that was the door almost shit my pants <laughs> um okay i did <laughs> uh all right babies we we're gonna leave we're gonna leave we're going to leave. We're going to leave. We're going to leave. Well, I'm not going to leave. I live here. We're going to leave. Okay, I'm going to leave too, I guess. You're going to leave because um, we're in Alan's house. Alan. He's not here, but we're in Alan's house. We love you, Alan. Alan, that was for your forehead. And we're going to leave. And we'll see you in a, We'll see you in so soon. We'll that see you so soon. so soon. Um, 
Maybe we'll drop in here and there. Maybe we'll drop in here and there. You know? Maybe we'll, we'll drop out. Maybe we'll... Well, that's likely to. But, um, all right. We're going to see you. We're going to leave. We're going to leave. Okay. Goodbye, babies. Toodaloo. Goodbye. TTFN. Ta-ta. right now. Welcome to We Have Fun. These kids is too fast. Rapid fire spark lit. Crank over the glass. Now zone the kids are so. Now it's a body frame with that motherfucker. Top ball.